And I told God, I said, you know what? If you didn't wake me up tomorrow, I, I wouldn't even care. And when I woke up the next day and I looked up at the ceiling, I was like, I told you, you could take my life because I really don't want it. And God gently spoke to me and he says, I am not done with you yet. Tell me your story. Tell me your story. How did it all start? Do you remember? Oh, I know what happened. How did it stop? You're now tuned into the Small Business Origins Podcast. I love an origin story. Each week, we dive into the real stories of entrepreneurs and businesses from across the nation. Who is he and what's his origin story? Who started with just an idea and are now making waves. I told you this was a good idea. This is Small Business Origins. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Small Business Origins. I'm your host, as always, John Kelly, aka John the Marketer. You are tuned in to our nationwide search. We're looking for entrepreneurs that have a story to tell. And joining us virtually in the studio is an entrepreneur that wants to do just that. I've got Jatan Noel. She's into event planning, motivational speaking, and mentoring. Jatan, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. It's our pleasure. As always, we love getting to know entrepreneurs just like yourself. But before we hop into it, just like I told you, whenever we started out with our prep call here, we always have to start out with an icebreaker question. And today's question is, would you prefer to live in the city, the suburbs or out in the country somewhere? The country. <laughs> yeah, that's the same answer for me. <laughs> oh, that's slower yep. pace and it's quieter. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm stuck in the suburbs right now, but having three small children, it's definitely kind of preferable at the moment just because, you know, there's two Walmarts that I live five minutes away from. Yeah, it's easy to sneak out and grab something in the middle of the night if a kiddo's sick or something like that. But definitely when I retire, it's time to go back to the country. It's where I was raised. It's just how I grew up. It's what I know. Awesome. I agree. <laughs> Yeah. So where are you living right now? Are you stuck in the suburbs too, or did you get to go out to the country? I am in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> okay. Are you in the city proper? Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so totally separate from what you really want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's got to be interesting living out there though. I just feel like it'd be an interesting place. It's interesting, but it's, it's, I tell people, cause they're so used to the, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But it's really family oriented. So that's what drew me here is I like I like family oriented places. So that's what brought me here. And a lot of people don't know that about Vegas, but it is very family oriented. I guess it's probably not something you would think of first when you're thinking of like the stereotypical things around yeah. certain <laughs> cities or locations for sure. But, right. you know, it's like most people probably think that down in Texas, I've got a ranch and ride a horse to work every day and you know, all that stuff. If they've never been to Texas, they just don't understand and know that Texas is such a wide variety of, you know, you may be in the middle of a city, you may be in the middle of a suburb that just has houses everywhere, yes. parks and stuff for families, or you may be out in the country where people do have ranches and, you know, that kind of stuff really does happen. But I guess when you think of Las Vegas, you think of the stereotypical casinos yes. and, you know, crazy adult things that go on there. Definitely a fun place to visit, I hear somewhere that's on my bucket list to get to for sure. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it has a reputation of being sin city. But I mean, for me, it's all about family oriented environment. And it's not just that, but it's really beautiful here. So there's lots of places that you can visit outside of the strip. And that's what drew me here in the first place. So 
I'm very blessed to be here. I'm very blessed and I'm glad to be here. All the historical stuff that's there, definitely something I want to go see. It's something I want to try out one day. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, before we hop into it, as always, I have to take a second to talk about Beefy Marketing. Beefy Marketing is the answer to removing items from your to-do list for your company. They're skilled at many services. SEO is just one of them. And SEO is the art of improving your site through various technical tasks to increase visibility so that when people are searching for your service, keywords that you have inside your site and through those descriptions will make you appear higher in the search rankings in your service area. So reach out to an SEO team, to the SEO team here at Beefy by using the contact us page at www.beefymarketing.com and get your no obligation SEO report and quote today. But the reason we're here, Jatan, tell us all about you, where you came from, and then how you kind of decided to jump into doing all the things that you're doing currently. Okay, so I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. Yay! Wow. (laughs) Born and raised, born and raised. I lived there up until about nine years ago. And I came to Las Vegas on someone else's dream. And so I followed them out here and took about their dream. And I kind of gave up mine. Because even back in Detroit, I was a entrepreneur. I had a, my own events planning company, but I actually closed my doors so that I could follow somebody else to pursue their dreams. And that's what brought me here. But I, you know, so before I moved here, just really quickly, I didn't want to close my doors, but I said, you know what, I'll do it because this person is somebody that meant a lot to me and this was their big dream. And I said, okay, I'll do it. But in my heart, God knew that I didn't want to, but I did it. But God spoke to me and he says, I'm sending you to Vegas, but I'm not sending you to work for anybody else. And at that time, I was like, well, I thought I was losing my mind because I heard the voice and I'm like, okay, either I'm losing it or it's really God. But it was really God speaking to me. But I came to Vegas and I disobeyed him and I started working for everybody else. I even went to nursing school. So I was a nurse, I mean, for six years. But he kept telling me, I'm not sending you there to work for anybody else. I'm sending you there to work for yourself. And so finally, after being a nurse for six years, I said, you know what? I love being a nurse, but this is not what I'm truly meant to do. I know that there's more for me. And I just asked God and I said, okay, if this is what you want me to do, I need you to make it happen. And slowly but surely, he started opening the doors and allowing me to get back into being an entrepreneur. And the rest is pretty much history. But I'm in this for, I tell people, if I can do it, you can do it. Anybody can do it. As long as you have the desire to do it. And the rest will be added. You have to have desire. And then you have to have a supportive team behind you to help those dreams come true. So most people have like one dream. I have lots of dreams, but right now we're (laughs) focusing on the motivational speaking and the entrepreneurship as well as the mentoring. So, I mean, I'm blessed in all those areas. And my goal is to help any and everybody that needs help. I've always been in the service industry from when I was a child and so it's just natural that these are the gifts that I have and I'm able to excel in all of those areas. So what kind of event planning are you into? Like, what do I come to you for and what kind oh, of services can I expect? I'm glad you asked. Everything. So I, like, I'm the party lady. So anything that needs to be planned as far as birthdays, weddings, reunions, conferences, I can plan any and anything, anything. So and that was my first love. It was. It actually fell in my lap per chance. I mean, I, I got married and I was too cheap to hire a wedding planner. So I planned it myself. However, there was one thing that I did not account for and that was execution. 
So I planned everything to the T as far as the details, but I forgot to include, hey, you need people to actually do these things while you're supposed to be enjoying your wedding. And so because I failed to plan properly, I didn't enjoy my wedding. I was so exhausted and so tired. And I said on that night, I said, you know what? I don't want anybody else to have to go through this ever again. (laughs) And so that's what got me into event planning. And I have enjoyed it every day that I started my company. It just, it just became very natural for me. And it was, and I grew my business organically. So it was from the ground up. But I love doing event planning because you're taking someone's dream that's in your head and you're bringing it to life and you're putting your own spin on it so that it is uniquely theirs. Cause that's what I, I like custom events. That's what I work, I operate in. Everything is custom and designed specifically for that client. So every little detail is yours. And when it comes together to see their faces like light up and they're just overjoyed with the work that you put in to make their day become all that it could be is why I do what I do. I absolutely love it. Love it. Love What's it. the name of your event company? So I'm operating under my own name. I originally had my name from back home, but I decided, I said, you know what? I wanted to brand myself. So here I am. Jatan Noel. <laughs> Hey, that's fine. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. So with the event planning stuff, you shut it down whenever you were moving to Las Vegas and doing all these other things. You brought it back on. Was there anything specific that you specialized in or is it truly just it doesn't matter if it's your birthday party or wedding or anything. You can just do it all. I can do it all. I can do it all. I can do it all. I mean, anything, it's, it's planning an event. So every event is different because of the type of event, but I'm able to give that same dedication, that same creativity to bring out the results that the client is looking for. Gotcha. And does that include like the day of coordination stuff too, like for weddings and stuff? Yes, it includes all. Okay. So it's, it's coordination. It's also day of, and I also do a la carte services too. Yeah, it encompasses everything. Yeah, that was one big thing. Like you said, I've noticed, of course, I'm an entrepreneur myself and I'm into the event services side of things. So we do a lot of corporate events and weddings and you're 100% right, man. I see these brides all the time. They're like, well, why do I need to hire a DJ? I can put a playlist on, I can have a Bluetooth speaker and, you know, we can just do all that stuff. And you're right. It's like when it comes down to actually exercising everything that you put together and and put in place, you're going to realize real quick, like, okay, well, who's going to change the songs? And who's going to lower the music when it's time for announcements? Who's going to make the announcements? Do you have a microphone for that? All of these things that kind of pop up and it's like, you don't want to be clouded with trying to figure out who's going to do the next thing at this event. Just as you said, you want to sit back and enjoy it. And you know, the same thing for hiring, in my opinion, the same thing for hiring people to work at your wedding that are friends or family members. It's like, you know, at some point you got to tell people, Hey, I don't mean to offend you, but if I'm going to hire your company, and you're going to be the one here doing the work, then that's not how I want to do this because I want you to be a guest. I don't want you to have to work at the wedding, you know, exactly. and that's something like with my company, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that I have a lot of people that work for us. So I'm able to allow them to pick up those jobs because they want that work anyway. And so when I do give a nice gift to somebody, usually as our services, it's like, Hey, don't worry about me. I'm not going to be working there. I'm going to be drinking with you, having fun, partying, You know, it's going to be one of my trusted employees that's going to be there that's going to be helping you with all of these things. But you're right, man. People just forget about that. They get stuck in that DIY mode and they forget that you're not supposed to do everything yourself. 
again, I learned from that. And I said, you know what? I never want someone else to go through what I went through. And so when I meet with my clients, I just, I'm different in in the aspect that I'll tell them, I know this is what you're looking for, but before you choose me, I want you to interview other planners because personality goes a long way. And if we are not connecting in a way that's going to be cohesive for your event, then I would much rather you be with the person that you're going to, because this is a long time process that we're planning and I want you to be comfortable. So when I tell them that, they all look at me and they're like, so you're asking me to go and interview other people? Yes, I am. Because I want to make sure that this is what you really want. And I can honestly say that it works for me because they always come back. So (laughs) I've had them, I mean, they'll leave and they'll say, well, wait a minute, but I came to see you. Yes, you came to see me, but I want you to make an informed decision. And I want to make sure that we work well together because this is your event and you're going to be entrusting it to someone that you barely know. And depending on how long we're going to be working together, you need to make sure that we are a, a perfect fit. So yeah, I send them back out the door, but they always come back. <laughs> yeah, that's the big word you said there was trust. You know, because exactly. when you're when you're having an event, especially talking about weddings and how important and big those days are, and how you get hopefully one shot to make it right, it's like you have to trust your event planner and your coordinator. And if you don't have a good connection, then how can you ever trust that person? For exactly, sure, exactly. Because I take brides as an example. Brides are very, very sensitive because of the fact that this is a lifelong dream. I was a bride. I know how it felt. And to relinquish that control to somebody that they barely know. And then if we're going to be working over a period of a year or more, you really have to have a great relationship because this is, I mean, you're hiring me, but we're actually getting married. (laughs) I'm going to talk to you for six months to a year or even longer. And we both have to make sure that this is a commitment that we are both willing to undertake. And it's a give and take process. And I let them know that even though you're entrusting your event to me, this is still your event and that I am not controlling anything. I'm just assisting you. And I think because I take that stance and not try to come off like as controlling or taking over, my clients are very comfortable with me. And I'm very honest about everything. And I'm upfront about, you know, details of their events. So that way they're not get caught off guard or they don't feel like, well, you know what? I didn't know this in advance. So I try to be as very transparent as possible. And I think that is another reason why they're very comfortable with me and they entrust their events to me. Yeah. So let's uh, shift gears and talk about the mentoring for a little bit. Is that, I mean, first of all, I'm assuming that it's kind of your life experiences that led you to this mentoring thing. And is it anything like a life coach or a business coach? Just kind of explain that stuff to me. So as far as mentoring, I began mentoring and I didn't realize I was doing it as a child. So I have siblings and it started with my siblings and then it's it's spilled over into the community. Like I have been a uh, Girl Scout troop leader for quite a few years and you know, and I motivated young girls and and it just kind of took off from there. And I never, even then I didn't realize that that's what I was doing, that I was actually mentoring people and encouraging them to do their best and helping them achieve their best. But it wasn't until probably, I think when I first moved here to Vegas and I was, you know, connected with a lot of clients and, you know, I just was like, wow. And it took them to have to say something to me. They're like, do you realize you're mentoring people? And I was like, well, no, I'm not. And they're like, yeah, you are. You're, you're taking your life experiences. You're taking your life experiences 
and you're creating a an environment where you can help them move to their personal best. And so I said, well, oh, okay, well, I'll accept it. But I never thought about making it a business opportunity until I started getting a lot of requests to, hey, can you help me with my educational plan? You know, I know you've gone to college and you've taken these avenues and I know you have a business degree. So can you kind of mentor me in the process of achieving my goals in business? And as far as spiritual goals, it's more or less, like you said, life experiences. They've seen or they've heard about the things I've gone through. And as a for myself, I don't care if it's a good or bad situation. I just feel like there's always a lesson in everything. And when you are able to take those experiences, good or bad, and share them with with someone that can help them, then that's winning. That's the half the battle right there. Because, I mean, you can talk to people. And if you don't have, I, I just, this is just my personal belief. When you don't have the personal experience to go with it, it kind of is a, like of a disconnect. But when you can say, mm. hey, I've been there. I've been homeless. I've been this. I've been that. Then they're like, oh, wow. Okay. And so with my clients, everything is, again, it's custom. So I do provide basic services, but I also am able to customize a plan that works for them based on their lifestyle, based on their schedules. And the end goal is to get them where they need to be. So if you're looking to get a, start a business, I can mentor you in that. I mean, I'm, I'm a small business owner. I've been doing it for over 16 years. So I can definitely help you with that. If it's spiritual, definitely can help you with that. And so that's where I go with the mentoring. But I absolutely love it because I love helping people. It, it's just something that is in me. It's been in me ever since I've been on the planet. But I love helping people in any way that I can. So this is basically kind of like paying to have somebody who is, for all intents and purposes, an expert in that field as far as they've been there, they've done that, they've got the t-shirt. And so this is just me saying like, you know what, I'm a new entrepreneur and I just need some help and guidance along the way. And it's kind of like having, I mean, if you will, like a counselor to talk to and say, this is what I'm going through and this is what I think I need to do. And you just set them up for success with what worked for you. Absolutely. That's what it's about. It's, you know, if you're getting a very personal, you can say counselor, but of course, Disclaimer, I'm not a counselor. <laughs> right, of but course. It's Yeah, it's, it's more of a one-on-one environment where we can sit down and say, okay, this is what I'm looking to do. I need to figure out how to get there. What can you do to help me get there? And I'm rooting and cheering them on every, every step of the way because I don't believe that there's a situation that you cannot come out on top. I believe that anything you set your mind to doing, it can get done and you just need to process this to get there. And you need a team, again, a team or a person to help you get there and you'll get there. Yeah, I mean, that all sounds motivational. So my next question then would be that (laughs) that last topic to kind of cover on all the things that you do is motivational speaking. So (sighs) how do I know if I'm a good client of yours to have you as a speaker and how do I get in touch with you to do that? Just kind of explain that process. So let me just say motivational speaking. I did not sign up to do this. I didn't. It's been over the years that people have literally called me, emailed me and said, you know what, what you said earlier was so inspirational. Have you ever thought about being a motivational speaker? And I'm like, no, no, because I go through a lot of stuff and I I can't motivate somebody that I can barely motivate myself. But it was through those different trials and tribulations that I went through. And I finally said, you know what, you've made it through and and you're smiling and you're willing to help somebody else to even navigate through their storms. 
And if you can inspire them with a speech or, you know, just some kind words, you can do it. And I said, well, okay, let's try it. And it's been like a whirlwind effect. I had people calling me, emailing me, you know, to, to do motivational speaking engagements. And it's based off of what either someone has told them about me or what they know personally about me. And I'm just excited to be able to share any information that I can to make someone want better, be better, do better. And so the best way to reach me for any of my services, I just, you know, I did one website for all. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> just, that's a lot to keep up with. So you can reach me on the World Wide Web at www.jaton. That's J-A-T-A-U-N dash or hyphen, whichever you choose. <laughs> Noel, and it's N-O-E-L-L-E dot com. There you can okay. go and you can find out all my services, my email, all of my you know telephone number, all that social media stuff is on there as well. But yeah, that's where you can find me. So talking about the storms and the experiences and all that kind of stuff, what is it that kind of led you into being so experienced on this? What have you gone through in your personal life? What have you seen? What inspired you? So let me just say this. And people are probably going to be like, what does she mean by this? I believe I have been through more than a human being could possibly tolerate. And I say this because I've experienced divorce. I've experienced grief loss of children. I've experienced pretty much homelessness. I've experienced a little bit of everything. And people are like, but you're still here. And yes, I am still here. But let me tell you, it was a struggle. It's one thing when you're going through a divorce and then you experience grief and everything's like hit me one after another after another, the loss of children. And I just was like, you know what? At one time I was like, I really don't even, I'm not sure I want to be here anymore. I just, it was so much and I told God, I said, you know what? If you didn't wake me up tomorrow, I, I wouldn't even care. And when I woke up the next day and I looked up at the ceiling, I was like, I told you, you could take my life because I really don't want it. And God gently spoke to me and he says, I am not done with you yet. I have so much more for you to do. The life I gave you, I gave it to you for a reason. And it is going to be to help everybody. You're going to help other people. And I'm laying there and I'm like, I can't even help myself. But he said, the fact that you're depending on me and the fact that you called up on me, I'm going to help you. And from that moment on, he slowly gave me back pieces of my life that were taken away from me. Again, I was homeless. I've been homeless a couple of times in my life. And people looking like, how could you have been homeless? That's the story in itself. But I'm back from that. I'm not homeless anymore. I have health problems. But I tell people, I don't let anything that has happened to me define me. Like right now, I'm not supposed to be talking to anybody. I'm under doctor's orders to not speak for a half a day. 12 hours I'm supposed to speak, 12 hours I'm not supposed to speak, but I can't live like that. And so I just, I'm a rebel. I defy the odds. I do what <laughs> I have to do and I keep it moving. But this is why I can motivate other people. If I can beat what I've been through, and I've been through a lot more than what I'm telling you guys, anybody can come out on top. You just have to believe that you are worthy of it. You have to believe that you are going to do it. You can make it. And if you have those two pieces, that is half the battle. And that's pretty much what's required. I tell people, God don't ask you to do much. He'll give you an assignment. He'll tell you to do it. But when you get there, all he wants you to do is to do the assignment. He didn't say figure out all the logistics of it. He just says be ready to do it. And he'll do the rest. 
And again, I'm a living witness. I say, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. And I'll say what you want me to say. As long as you are sure, if you take care of me, because I have things I got to do in life. And God said, you know what? The fact that you're trusting me, I got you. And he has had me every single day since I made that declaration to him. Again, I have leaned on him for everything. And I have received everything. There's not one thing I've asked him for that he has not given me. And my health, although I tell people it is not the best, but I don't let it define me. Look at me. I'm smiling. I'm here doing this interview. I know I'm supposed to be talking, but I'm doing it anyway. And this is just to let people know there is hope. There is absolutely hope. And I don't care what you go through. You can make it. You will make it. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep going. Because in the end, I tell people, and everybody that knows me, this is my saying. For me, in the end, God always wins. I am a living witness. I'm not supposed to be here. I, I mean, I've had a lot of things have happened to me in the last two years, COVID stuff. And I'm like, but I'm here. And as long as I'm on the face of this earth, and as long as God gives me the ability to encourage other people, I will do just that. That is my life's mission, to help other people. And I'm not going to stop until the mission is completed. So where have you done your motivational speaking? What kind of a person or company is usually looking to hire you? How do I know if I need to have your services? So a lot of my engagements were primarily church engagements. That's more of like the spiritual side. Um, as far as corporate, I mean, if you are looking for someone like, let me tell you something, being a nurse is hard. And the hardest part about being a nurse is that you don't always feel like you have a support system through management. And so oftentimes you feel alone. So as a nurse, my job, when I went to work, I walked in with a smile on my face and I would do a little, little chit chat, little speech with the, with the crew. And they're looking at me like, well, what is wrong with her? Like, she's always happy. She's always cheerful because I'm here for a mission. My mission is to take care of people who cannot take care of themselves. And because of that, I'm going to go in there with a smile. I'm going to do everything that I can to make their care the best possible. Whatever problems I'm going through, I leave them at the door. And so it will be little things like that, like, you know, encouraging my coworkers. But in encouraging them, I was able to find avenues that could be improved. I believe that a company is only as good as its employees. So if you're not investing in your employees and their well-being, which is self-care, then you know what? You're setting yourself up for failure. So I offer services where I can come in and I can talk and give speeches to employees and find out what is their, what are their needs? Because at the end of the day, if you don't find out what their needs are and their needs continue to be unmet, you have an unsatisfied employee that disrupts your business. But if you hire somebody to come in that can actually sit down and navigate and figure out what is needed, how can I get this company back on track? And oftentimes it's little things that owners and you know CEOs, and they don't understand that. It's the littlest things, but because they, they don't have time to take, I don't know, or they're not willing to invest in it. These are why you have these little hiccups. And so I come in and I can do speeches and I also do coaching one-on-one -on -one that can help the employees or even as a group. It's totally up to the client as, what, as far as what their specific needs are, but I can do groups as well. And we can map out a plan and we can just explore what can do, what can we do to make this company a healthier company? How can we help the employees be happier? 
Because at the end of the day, if your employees are not happy, I don't care about your bottom line financially. You're not a successful company. You're actually failing. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you servicing just the Las Vegas area or do you travel? I travel. I said I'll be anywhere. (laughs) I travel. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not a one size fits all kind of person. If you're in, let's we'll just play Florida. If you want me in Florida, I'll come to Florida, Cali, wherever I am needed. That is where I go. There you go. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. I mean, does that include the event planning side too? Like you can just do it all no matter where you're at. Yes. <laughs> okay. Virtual. I can do it virtually. Yeah. Have you been in that position before where you're doing kind of like mentoring or something virtually or over the phone? Yes, absolutely. I've had opportunities as far as event planning. A lot of it, I mean, because of COVID, you do a lot of it virtually anyway. I still do in-person consultations. Uh, I do go to the client. Client can come to me. If you're out of state, I can go there as well. It really depends on what that client needs, but I'm not all exclusive or all in Vegas. I travel. (laughs) So I've had out of state clients as well. Um, As far as the mentoring and motivational speaking is the same thing. If you need me, if I'm available, I'm there. (laughs) I travel. Yeah. No, that sounds like kind of a dream job to have for sure. It is. You get, you know what, as long as for me, as long as I am meeting a need, which is helping someone be better or helping someone achieve a goal that that in itself is satisfaction to me. That to me is success. Monetary is great, but if you're not yielding the results of why you're doing what you're doing, then you're again, you're not successful. You're not successful. The goal, the results, that is what makes you successful. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Well, I mean, I feel like we learned a lot today about you and, and the things that you have to offer and what has inspired you to be where you're at. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine going through some of the things that you listed, you know, just one thing of those, but to go through all of them and to have those stories is definitely something to come through. Yes. Just everybody listening, just listen to me. You can overcome anything. I promise you, you can. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it can be done. It can be done. I I promise you it can be done. And with the right tools, with the right person or the right whatever you need, it can be done. You just have to know that it can be done, one. And what do you want to do about it? And you take action. And it's the littlest things that get us closer to our goals. I never thought I would overcome any of the things I went through. I was like negative Nancy. I was like, this is not going to work. And But there were people behind me that prayed for me, that called me, they encouraged me. And it's those little things that make big things because eventually I started to believe what they were saying to me. And then I said, you know what? I want more. I want better. For me, it's God. I went to God and I said, okay, all this is happening for a reason. I don't know why, but I want better. I want you to lead me and guide me in where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do. And he did. He took over. And he's been taking over and doing it every day since then. And I am always humble and I'm always grateful at the fact that I'm still here when I don't have to be. Or he could have just said, you know what? All right, I'm going to take your life. And that's that. He says, no, 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 no. You have a lot more work to do. And I'm ready to help you if you're willing to accept the help. And I said, okay, let's do it. And it's been the best thing that ever happened to me. All of these things that happened to me, looking back on it, it's like, wow. You are stronger than you thought you were. You are amazing. 
the fact that you are here and not only are you here, your outlook is way better than what it was before. I was pretty much a, you know, a pessimistic person, but now I'm very optimistic. And I believe that anything and everybody, if, if you want it, go get it. It's yours. You can have it. Why not? I tell people, I don't like the word no. So I know you. I'll hear it, but it doesn't mean I like it. And whenever you tell me no, guess what I do? I take that no and I turn it into an opportunity because you're trying to deny me of something that I know I'm supposed to have. So because you're trying to deny me, guess what? I'm going to be the rebel and I'm going to turn it into an opportunity. And I do it every single day. I'm winning every single day. And that's how I look at my life. When I wake up, I'm winning every day because of the fact that I open my eyes. But I'm also winning because I have a mission and I'm going to achieve that mission and I'm not going to let anybody or anything stop me. And so that is, how, and that's my music in my head all day. You got a mission, you're winning. Do it. And that's how, that's, that's how I, that's how I live. It's a wonderful way to live. It's easy, especially someone who's been through something that's legit, something that is hard to go through, something that is justifiably a difficult situation. It's yeah. easy to use an excuse of using it as an excuse, like saying, Hey, I've been through this bad thing, this hard time. And that's the reason that I can't get off of the couch or that's the reason that I can't be motivated or that I'm not happy or that I'm not whatever it is. And you're right. It's just, you have to push through it and just make your mindset shift from a victim mentality from this has been hard. This is too difficult to deal with. And you've got to switch that mindset to, This is just something else that I have to deal with and get through to go on. And ultimately, you know, it's like an episode I had earlier where we kind of talked about knowing the why. And it's like you you can't know why you're going through these things. And yeah, it's unfair. And yeah, it sucks. And yeah, this is a crappy situation to be in. But what you have to know is that there is a reason you're going through it. And you're going to find that reason out. There's going to be a silver lining. There's going to be something that can come out of it that can be positive. And those of us that get stuck in that whole, no, there can't, this is just bad. It should never happen. It's like, you're right. It shouldn't. We shouldn't lose a child. We shouldn't lose our parents when we're a child. We shouldn't have to go through homelessness. We shouldn't have to go through divorce. We shouldn't have to suffer through these things. But the point is, you can't change it. It's happened or it's happening. So all you can change is your mindset to get through it and say, hey, I'm not going to be the victim here. I'm going to come out the victor in some way. So I I really like that message. It resonates pretty well with me. Do you have anywhere that you're publishing information like videos or content? Like, are you on social media and stuff? So right now, my social media, as far as videos, are on Facebook. So I have a lot of videos on Facebook um, about just encouraging people. And I really talk about, like, it's more spiritual. I mean, I can talk about Mm -hmm. business stuff as well, but more so spiritual because Again, that is my origin. That's where I started from. That's what's my foundation. And I think because I'm able to integrate that into business matters and educational matters, and of course, event planning, I'm able to integrate it in there in a way where it's not like preachy and it's more, hey, been there, let me tell you about my story. Anywhere I can help you in yours, let me help you. And I do that because again, if you guys could have a glimpse into what I've been through, you would probably, all of you probably would be in tears. I'm in tears sometimes, some days because I can't believe that was my life and that I yeah. actually made it through each of them. And so I just tell people, look at it this way. Your situation pops up, whether it's expected or not. 
if it wasn't meant for you to get through it, you wouldn't be here. That experience, whether it's comfortable or not, is meant is a test. And that test in the end when you pass, but you will pass if you believe you can pass, is going to be a testimony that you can share with someone else to either help them through a similar situation or to prevent a situation. And if you look at it that way, like, okay, this is a test. It's uncomfortable. I want to go through it. But I know in the end, it's going to benefit someone else. That in itself, you've won. You have already won. I try to make sure that everything that I do is not all about me, that the end goal is to help other people because I'm a, I believe in service. I believe in service to other people. So that's the way I was raised. And I was always raised that the world is not about me. It's about other people. And if you're not helping them, you're hurting them. So I don't want to be a person that's known to hurt people. So I want to help them. And if my stories help you, then I'm winning and you're winning and you're successful in that. But people have, like you said, they have to change their mindset to a, you know what? I may not feel like it. I may not want to go through it, but you know what? I'm here. That means I'm up for the challenge and I'm going to take it on. And I tell people, people have different definitions of failure. My definition of failure is, is not trying. I no one ever said that if you try, you, you know, you won't fall. Yeah, you're going to fall. You're going to get scrapes. You're going to get bruises, but you get back up and you keep on going. And you know what? Learn. Every situation, there is an experience. There is a learning opportunity. Learn from that. And that way you can use it to help you maneuver your way through something else later in life. But again, this is life. We're all going to go through things, but you are here, which means you can get through it. You just have to have the mindset to want to get through it. And the rest will fall. The rest will follow. I think it's easy. Speaking of a victim mentality, it, it is easy, like you said, to be so selfish. And it's it's so much focused on what I'm personally going through and how it's affecting me and what the issue is for me. And and that's it. It's all about me, my, I. It's those selfish terms of this is what it's doing to me and it's not fair. And it's like, first of all, think about the other people going through that same thing. You know, when I lost my parents, when I lost my best friend to suicide, when I went through my parents' divorce, when I was going through that at a younger age, anything and everything I've ever been through that's been bad in my life, there's other people that were affected by it too. And, you know, you're 100% right. If you can look at it in that aspect of it's not all about you, the world doesn't revolve around you. And that's a harsh thing for some people to swallow. And when you think about motivational speaking in general, You don't think of somebody looking you in your face and telling you, hey, it's not about you all the time. Sometimes it's about others, too. And it may be what you can do for others through the fact that you have been there, you know, like yourself. Or it could just be that this is something that you're going to learn from so that you can be better in the future whenever you're dealing with something. And I've noticed that myself where it's like, you know what, worst days of my life. But if I hadn't gone through them, then I wouldn't be able to act the way that I am today. Exactly. So So looking at my personal experiences, I was uncomfortable all the time. And I was just like this. It hurts. Like I am in excruciating physical agony. And I said, you know what? I, I just I don't get it. But looking back on it, it made me the person that I am today, meaning I have learned not to take. I mean, again, I don't like the word no. So I put on my hat and I said, you know what? If you're going to tell me no, I guarantee you I'm going to turn that into an opportunity. I am a winner. 
And I have the confidence now that I did not have before because of the things that I've been through. I've had days where I've cried days, weeks, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even shed any more tears. My tear ducts have dried out. But again, looking back on it and just putting it all together, it was like everything you went through was for a purpose and it was for a greater good. You can't motivate other people if you don't know what it's like to motivate somebody. You had to be down in the valley to be able to understand what a person needs. It's like being a, a nurse. Although I get the education to become a nurse, there's more to nursing than just giving out medications and assessing patients. It's you have to connect with that patient because they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. And as long as you understand that they're having entrusted care to someone that they don't know, and you have to be able to key in on what is it that I can do for them right now that can help them to their optimal best in this very moment. If you can key in on that, I've won the hearts of patients that were mean and angry. And, but as soon as I walked in that door and I gave them that smile and I said, you know what? I'm here to help you. How can I help you? And they'll step back and I'm like, wait a minute. She's not supposed to come here like that. That's my icebreaker. That's how I get their walls down. Because at the end of the day, I'm here for you. And I can't do my job if I'm not doing it effectively. So even in life, Yes, you have your bumps, you have your bruises. It's painful. It is painful. But you're here and you can get through it. You can. You absolutely can. And when you get through it, you're going to look back on it and say, you know what? I am better because of that. I am stronger because of that. I can help people because of that. And as long as you know you're able to help somebody else. Because even during my struggling, I was like, you know, and I still want to help people. I don't know how I'm going to help them, but. I'm so open to helping people. And I believe that because of that, that spirit of, of wanting to help everyone and, and just make the world a better place. That is why I'm so blessed because I've never do anything for my own needs. It's always thinking of someone else and how I can make their lives better. Yeah. Hey, even if it is just, we're going to be down here together, but we're going through it together. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I had such a great time. Absolutely. It's always our pleasure to have people on and learn so much about them. But I, before you go, I just wanted to give you the chance to kind of speak directly to our listeners again and tell them how you can help them and then where they need to go get that website out there again so that they can find you and connect with you if they feel like they need to connect with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me today. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so... Again, my name is Jatan Noel, and I am a motivational speaker, an entrepreneur, specifically working in events planning, and I'm also a mentor. So if you have mentoring needs as far as education, business, or personal, I am able to do those. I'm able to provide services that are catered to your specific needs for mentoring. If you need entrepreneurship as far as event planning, I am your lady. <laughs> I'm the party lady. So I can plan any type of event, no matter the size. It could be corporate. It could be private, weddings, you name it. I can do that. It's a relationship that you and I get together, and we make that dream happen. And as far as motivational speaking, well, hello. I like to motivate people. I love to motivate people. So if you need a keynote speaker or for seminars, I'm able to do all of those things. I'm also able to do virtual as well, webinars too. So 
the best way to reach me would be on my website, which is www.jatan, that's J-A-T-A-U-N, hyphen or dash, pick one, <laughs> Noel, N-O-E-L-L-E dot com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And <laughs> thank you again for having me. Oh, of course. Listeners, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Small Business Origins. As you know, we bring you a new episode every single week. You can listen anywhere you get your podcast. And all that we ask is that you support entrepreneurs just like Jatan, who come on this show, bear it all, tell you everything there is to know about them. They're out here trying to not only earn your business, but just earn a connection. You know, the whole thing about branding is connecting with your audience and getting people to buy into you for more than just the products or services that you sell. And that's what we're all about here. We just want to support each other, build each other up, and dare I say, motivate each other to do better. And we thank you for tuning in every single week and helping us do exactly that. So as always, I just got to tell you, stay beefy, my friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of Small Business Origins. I love an origin story. If you like what you just heard, leave us a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Guys, check this out. They're going to love it. You're going to love it.